Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give it away, give it away now. All right. Give it away. <laughs> that was a great album, give wasn't it? Away. it? Awesome. Yeah. Give it away, give it away now. That's good. We should use that when we do contest giveaways. Ah, we did for a little bit. Like that we? could be our, I don't know, but that could be the the My Talk sounder. Time to give it away, give, give it, it away, away now. I don't like the rolled R's that you're doing. But that's, that's how it goes. Give it away, give it away, Grant, give it away now. Grant, we're going to need audio. Give uh, it away. All right, I'll find it. Um, give it away. That was that's, a red hot chili pepper. Bringing us back to the Donna and Steve show. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Everyone say hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. While he's looking for that, I'm just going to try to stay on track. Chris Harrison apologized for offending Rachel, uh, Rachel Lindsay, if you recall, and the entire black community during his appearance on GMA uh, yesterday. Uh, you'll be happy to know that Rachel Lindsay accepted the apology. Um, she said that that's what she has to do to move forward with her life. On the other hand, apparently, Michael Strahan, who actually conducted the interview with Chris Harrison, was not as impressed. Oh. He said, you know, his apology is his apology, but it felt like I got nothing more than a surface response on any of this. Hmm. But we'll see what he does. You know, to make it better. Yeah. It, it, the only time will tell if there's any meaning behind his words. Well, and Chris Harrison, you know, he's in a position where he's half crafting an apology, and then you could sense being careful with how he says what he says mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he's he also wants to keep his job. You know. Yeah. And so it's he wanted to stop short of further, perhaps further, uh, incriminating himself. Sure. I don't know. Well, and he said that he wasn't speaking from his heart and in his heart. He also said, I'm not a victim here. I made a mistake. I own that racism, oppression. These are big dynamic problems and they take serious work. And I'm committed to that work. I guess I guess it doesn't sound like he's talking off the cuff as much as he's rehearsing something that he wrote. Sure. Yeah. Or someone wrote for him. And I think that's what Michael Strahan was saying. And, you know, I have to say, Michael did a nice job with the interview. You know, that's not where his training lies. Right. Yeah. And he's gotten better and better over the years at that. Um, Yeah, it seemed like I felt like that was going to be a tailor-made Robin Roberts moment. I did, too. Michael Strahan. Yes. They were like, let's just keep giving him some of these big interviews. He's turned into quite the chameleon, hasn't he? Michael oh, yeah. Strand, I mean, yeah. playing. I mean, what he has been able to accomplish since quitting football—that guy is, oh, he's yeah, doing a good he's job. Made more money his post career than he made during his career, right? And he's not getting injured. True. So that, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. You want to hear a little Chili Peppers musical yeah, interlude? Yeah, Because I have right. another apology story coming up. All right. Give it away, give it away, right. Yeah. Was that Donna? Give it away, that? give it away, give. <laughs> make me laugh, right? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Right, let me try it. 
Giveaway. Oh. <laughs> giveaway. 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 Did you think like going higher was going to help you more? Giveaway. Giveaway. Giveaway now. Giveaway. Giveaway. Giveaway now. Giveaway. Giveaway. Giveaway now. I think I'm going to do a master class on these. And give some lessons on how to roll your tongue. Hi, I'm Steve Patterson, here to teach you a master class on how to roll your R's when you don't need to. I'm Hilaria Baldwin. Yeah, with special guests, including Hilaria Baldwin. Uh, also how do with you us say is, in English? Also with us is Guy Fier. Fier! <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, fun with rolling R's. Oh, okay, here's the other story I was going to tell you about. And uh, painting by Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Steve. And I am Grant. Grant. My talk, 1071, everything. Wait, ah, oh, dang it, it was everything entertainment. <laughs> Give it away. Uh, why you doubt me? I don't know. <laughs> it's true. Only because a lot of the times I think you're wrong. <laughs> but then I really, it's a refreshing moment. You are so right here. I am wrong. You are right. How's that for an apology? Thank I'm sorry, you. That's fine. It's fine. Okay, so Sarah Silverman was uh, doing her Silverman. podcast. Sarah. Sarah. Silverman. Sarah. Sarah. Silverman. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear a prr in the middle of that? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I like that Donna says the full okay and then hits the R. Okay. <laughs> okay. Instead of O. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was she saying the other day as a robot? What did she keep reading? Goodbye. 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 Because I was trying to come up Goodbye. with the answer for the, the weakest, weakest link. link. Goodbye. I'm like, you know, the lady with the. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I was just Goodbye. learning to love. Oh, man. All right, so here's the story. Sarah Silverman was, um, I don't know what year it was, several years back. She was hosting the VMA um, Awards, Video Music Awards, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Paris Hilton was about to go to jail. And Sarah Silverman made a joke about Paris Hilton and she looked out in the audience and saw her face. I'll let Sarah tell the story. You get the gist. I said some very hardcore jokes about her. The crowd went bananas. And while I was thrilled at the success of my monologue, I remember spotting her in the audience. And I remember seeing that look on her face and my heart sank because there was a person under there. So here I am 14 years later telling you, Paris, that I am really sorry. I hope that you accept my apology and I hope that you feel my remorse. I felt it the second I saw your face that night. It feels terrible to know that you have hurt someone and it's important to make it right. Mm. That's well done. Yeah. Well done. And so Paris was then talking about it um, because I think she has a podcast, too. And she said, you know, what Sarah Silverman did was so disgusting and so cruel and so mean. I can't remember what it was, but, you know, she is known for being really raunchy, you know, and super out there. Maybe she's changing her ways in the way like Howard Stern has. But she said to be sitting there in the audience and listen to someone publicly humiliate me, 
um, I wanted to die. And so here's what Paris has to say about that apology. So I just got this text and it was to an article with Sarah Silverman apologizing to me. And then I went and listened to her podcast and she basically made like an eight and a half minute apology to me. And she was so genuine and so sweet. And uh, it really moved me. I felt just emotional hearing it. And I could tell that she really did mean what she said when she was apologizing. Sarah, thank you so much for your apology. It means so much to me. And we can start a clean, fresh slate. Well, that's nice. That right? She was right, too. Like Forgiveness you, is like form of love. She, you know, like you were saying earlier with the um, Chris, what's his guy? Chris from Harrison. Harrison mm-hmm. His apology, you guys felt scripted and felt like it was written and he was reading it. Whereas, I mean, listening to Sarah Silverman there, I felt that. Like, my hair was right. Like, you could feel yeah. like she was genuinely not, like, reading something. She was just talking from her, yeah. from her feelings. I think sometimes when you're young and you're trying to make it big and you're trying to be impactful mm-hmm. and memorable you try anything well and it, sometimes it, that's at the expense of other people i don't know what the jokes were i was trying to look up what the jokes uh were but think in sarah silverman's defense i'm happy that she did what she did that she apologized and uh made it right but I'm sure she had a team of writers around her saying, oh, you know, Leno's making these jokes. Letterman's making... Everybody's joking about her right now. So you're no different. The difference being Paris Hilton is not in the audience at the Late Show or the Tonight Show when those guys are making those jokes. So then Sarah Silverman presented with this unique scenario of having the person that you're really going at being right there in the yeah, audience. Yeah, So, And I'm sure... If I know Sarah Silverman's comedy, that it had to do with her sex tape. Oh, yeah. You it know, was raunchy, I'm sure. I'm sure it was just just awful. So that's that's nice that she's, you know, righting her wrongs. Yeah, that's a good thing. Thanks, Steve. You could learn something from her, Donna. All right. Hey, when we come back. <laughs> um, writing come her back, wrongs. We are going to get dirty in according to a new study. Uh, we have Donna found something about how most men are washing their face. And then the question is posed... Do you have a room in your house mm. that is always messy? There was a study done about that. Do you have a room that's just always, oh, crap, mm-hmm. that does not look good. So we'll dig into those studies. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I think buddy. we're really going to enjoy it. So please do. Please do stick around. It's next on my talk. Oh, hey, Donna. Hey, what, Steve? I would like to talk with you about my underwear now. <sighs> all right, fine. You have to sit No eye contact. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, of course. Right, okay, right. I'm looking in the other direction. Here's the deal. The Chill Boys underwear that I'm wearing now, the boxer briefs that are made of bamboo, panda approved, are so stinking comfortable. And I know that you have some too. And go ahead, preach about it. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm wearing the bamboo boxers. Yes. And they're cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. like physically, temperature-wise, they're cool. Isn't it wild? You notice it. When you put it on your leg, you feel the coolness of the fabric, which is crazy to me. Without a doubt. They're also really soft. They're breathable. I know for you, they've got anti-chafing, which is a great thing. Women Uh love them too. You might not give them back to your guy if you buy them for him. That's the truth for women. They can just be like comfy around the house shorts or jammy shorts. And dudes, I'm telling you, I am telling you, you will try them on once. They will be the most comfortable pair of boxers or boxer briefs that you've ever put on. If you want more information, you want to order, you can easily go to chillboys.com. 
Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Yeah! Hey, we're back. Appreciate you listening to the show. It's Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. I am going to ask you guys some personal questions, okay? Because you're my buddies. Studies have shown uh, that medic- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Okay, so men's grooming may be yeah more popular than ever. Mm. Yeah, we groom our bodies. I'm gonna <laughs> shave my armpits after this. Oh, are you really? I'm going to trim them. I use a trimmer on them every now and again. Okay, great. I don't have really hairy underarms, thanks for asking. You got But it. I don't like putting my arms up and then seeing some hair come out. I think that's not a good look. I know, but having no hair is not a good look either. Mm-hmm. Just, it, it's the equivalent of it's, a woman having hairy armpits. It is definitely not the equivalent of that. <laughs> it, it is. No. You're pubic, not a woman, so what? Is that pubic hair under your arms? Would that be considered hair that comes from puberty? I'm asking an adult question, Donna. I don't want to the say hair, pubic. The hair that grows on your body is different from the hair that grows on your head. It's a little bit uh, okay, thicker. On. Coarser. Coarser, yeah. What is hair? <laughs> I don't want to know. I, I had to... I, uh, I don't want to Yeah. Um, okay. Is hair that grows... Oh, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't pubic just be the pubic region of your body? Well, that's the pelvic region, not the pubic. <laughs> Stop saying it! You stop it! Why did I'm just okay? So here's a study. It has nothing to do with any. It's a hallmark sign of puberty for most people. By the way, it's not. It's not. I don't think armpit hair. It is armpit hair. Is pubic hair? No. What do you? You led me right back into that. I'm saying that underarm hair is not considered. Let's call them public hair. Okay. Sure. I, I don't think it was clear, ever a question. I don't this... think anyone was ever like, you know, and I wonder. <laughs> yeah. When you okay. Go... Let me just say this though. <laughs> I disagree with you that a guy having a trimmed underarm situation is equally as off-putting as a woman having a full. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, underarm of hair. Okay. Trimmed is fine. Yes. But Shaved is a little alarming. No. What about The Rock? I don't want to know. He I don't... doesn't have any armpit hair. How do no you know? No one in wrestling does. They all shave under there. Mm. And it looks good. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to send you pictures. Isn't that there? Why are we going down this road? I, I don't know. No, I, this, what, do you have? what I was going to talk about is your face. What were you going to say, Grant? Isn't it there to like keep things from like moving and, and like, you know, like it keeps if you sweat. It's like nose hair is, yeah. is a protective. If, yeah. Well, yes. women are living without it. It's clearly not that essential. Okay. I mean, I had right? mine lasered off. Yeah. 
Lily wants to do <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I hate armpit hair. Oh, I just think it's so nasty. I don't like, like oh, seeing God. stubbles she, she, like on myself. Oh, she so gets. So I just got rid of all of it. She's so mad because it's like she gets like a five o'clock shadow with yeah. hers. She gets so mad. Yeah, so. like literally, like that's how my legs are. I could shave my legs <laughs> and an hour later, they're like <laughs> razor I sharp. I that about you. All right. Okay. Do you want to hear my study? Yes, please. Let's uh, hear it. Jeez. Sure. Anyway, I'm looking at pictures of dudes right now with their armpits. <laughs> okay, see, we already lost him. We've just completely lost him. Down that road. I don't think you should be allowed to have a computer in front of you when we do the show. <laughs> it's just, it's Only living, papers. Show. You can uh, have it back at the end of the show. Yeah, exactly. All right. It's like your cell phone, you know, in, I mean, class. in class. Give me your phone. Okay. Uh, okay, what do you have? According to a new study... Only 24% of men wash their face with a soap that is for your face. Follow? 56% of men use hand soap or body wash. Mm. 17% only use water, no soap. And 1%... (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I thought my mic was down. I was trimming my armpits. No, I thought it was an idiot. What were you saying? Only 1%? 1% don't wash their face at all. Ooh. Now. Okay. <laughs> I do the other side. I have to even it out. You understand. All right. Uh... 60% of men never moisturize their skin. That's me. All right. Can we talk about the face? The, the How you wash your face, please. Yep. Where do you fall in this survey? Water? Come on, Steve. I don't believe you. You need to believe me. I do not believe somebody that's as metrosexual as you are. Hang on. While I have Borderline out. gay. <laughs> that <laughs> you do not use a special face I, wash. I kid you not. It's the God's honest truth. No. <laughs> I'm ashamed as I say it out loud. I'm ashamed. I'm not ashamed to say that I'm ashamed. All right, Grant. How about you? I have a... the. I don't know the brand of it, but it's a special face wash that I use. That's got the little, it's orange and it's got the little pellets in there. Oh, okay. So like a, like an apricot scrub. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. Now I do moisturize though. But you don't wash your face. That's correct. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I hate, you're like looking at pictures of the rock right now, aren't you? (laughs) It's Friday. I have it out. Why We're not? doing a show. Here, I'm just. You know what I'm gonna do? Hang on, I'm gonna take my. Hang on. All right, my shirt's off. He's really oh gonna do it. Oh my god! Now what I'll do is I'll put the shirt down in front of me. Okay. Who? Mercy! I have a mirror. I'm using my wife's old vanity right now. I have a. I just got a new desk, and this mirror straight on me without a shirt, seated, slouched. It's not great. Don't go too short. It'll get itchy. You hear that? Wow, unbelievable. So much hair is coming off, Donna. I'm such a man. (laughs) All right, you know what? You need to wash your face. All right. All of you, men, with a special face wash. Thank you. Um, We'll get to the messy house area in a moment. And then a little flashback Friday. We're going to play a game, Donna. All right. On this day, March 5th. What happened in entertainment history next? You know, these days, it can feel like we're stuck in our houses and looking for a safe escape. 
Well, good news. The Y is open and safer than ever. They have a helpful tool on their site that tells you how busy each location is, and they do extensive cleaning throughout the day. Plus, you can take virtual Y fitness classes wherever you like. And you can earn a free month if you join by March 18th. Go to ymcanorth.org. All right, we're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107. I just said bye-bye to my armpit hair. Yeah, thanks for the pictures (laughs) that I just tweeted. What? (laughs) Yes! Yeah! I I just trimmed my armpit hair again, and I would encourage all guys to give this a whirl. I just used a normal trimmer that I trust on my face and uh, that I don't wash. And it feels good. Feels feeling good. Mm. You're not Mm. alone there, Steve. How do you think my pits looked? Gross. Donna. Don't body shame me. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. But, you know, isn't it funny? If I was a woman, that would be the absolute expectation. That's what Donna looks like Saturday afternoon, probably. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Boy, the freckles really stop on the underside of my arm. Oh, my God. Are you looking at it? I didn't need to look at the hair in the sink. That's my favorite picture of it all. It's just the the, the lone straggler hairs at the bottom of the sink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I just, I don't, I want to go. At least 88% of us say (laughs) there is one commonly messy spot in our house. For a lot, it's the junk drawer. Uh, But if you had to think of a room or a space in your home that is always messy, is there one that comes to mind? Bathroom. Okay. Master bath? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Disaster. Clothes, dog hair, (laughs) toothpaste on the uh, mirror in the sink. That's my thing. Garbage is overflowing. Backsplash. Yeah. 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 It's tough, too. Anytime I trim my hair, like facial hair, there's little specks that go everywhere, you know? And then mm-hmm. you try to get it with your hand. Then what do you got to do? Go get, like, bathroom tissue, toilet paper if you're a peasant, and then get that and clean it up. Mm-hmm. They have a beard bib, actually, Steve. I know, but then I'm going to feel like a grade A B word. If they've got <laughs> me wearing a bib now while I shave. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of the basement. Our basement can get really crazy because it's like a toy box. It's not set up for entertaining. But at least nobody's stretch. looking down there. Yeah, I guess. Right? But you keep the main area pretty clean. We've cracked the proverbial whip with the kids in the basement uh, over the last week and a half, and it's been really looking good down there, which feels great. When you go down, you want to play more, and we've told them this, you want to play with your toys more when things are put away, when things are neat. When it's everything's everywhere, you don't even know what to play with. You think it's all out, yeah, but it's like good. in a good way, it's not. What are you doing? Life lessons. Yes. Ah, my armpits are cold. Mm. How do you heat your armpits, Donna, when you have them down like this? <laughs> I can't deal with you today. <laughs> That's why we have hair, to keep us warm. That's true, man. Can somebody say something? <laughs> Let's play Flashback Friday. All right. All right. Which one do we submit to the radio Emmy board? Let's let it be this last 30 seconds. All right. Can somebody say something? (laughs) It's like we're we're college students who are working on a radio station trying to do the presentation. Donna and Steve, better than dead air. (laughs) Are they? All right. We're going to play a game. Grant, I'm going to need some sort of very dramatic music. Okay. Give me a second. I want it to be really broody, deeply dramatic, and not millionaire. Mm -hmm. Um, is, Is today the Ides of March? March 5th? I don't know. Don't ask me stuff. 
Isn't that the a thing? <laughs> <laughs> She's always open for a good conversation. Don't ask me stuff. I thought it was the first. Is it really? I don't know. No, it's the 15th. Put them all together. And what do you get? Take the first, take the 15th, get the 15th. All right. The 15th. (laughs) What month is it? March. Because last month was February. Now we're all Ferengues. February. Oh, my favorite was when Donna said, okay. Thanks, Mom. All right, let's play Flashback Friday (laughs) Trivia. This was darker than I thought, and I like it. In 1960, this singer was discharged from the United States Army. He had served for two years. Elvis. Ring, 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 ring. Yeah? Yes. Oh, cool. On this date, March 5th, in 1963... This woman died in a plane crash in Tennessee, and I believe she was a country music singer. She died in a plane crash in Tennessee. On this day in 1963, Grant, just you know, I'm loving this music. Patsy very Klein. Hard. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Gosh, two for two. All right, now for $800. In 1963, same year, on this day, Arthur Spud Melin. Mm-hmm. The co-founder of Whammo patented this toy. Over 25 million were sold in the first four months. What year? 1963. Simon. No, this involves moving your body. What's the guy's name? Arthur Spud Melin, co-founder of Whammo. Twister. Incorrect. The guy who invented Twisters from Minnesota. Oh, that was a good guess, though. You got to give it to me. It was a good guess. It involves your body. This is a very basic thing. It's funny that you could even get a patent on the shape. Mm, the egg. The, you know. You need to be able to move your hips. Oh, the hula hoop. You're right. There you go. Yes, Quinn. On this day, 39 years ago in 1982. This actor was found dead in his room at the Chateau Marmont Hotel in Hollywood. He had overdosed on a speedball, a lethal injection of cocaine and heroin. What was the year again? 1982. Oh, see, I was going to go James Dean on that. Um, Let's go with... um, Who is this? Who is this? I'm holding a hint. I know. I should know it. He was found at Chateau Marmont. Mm. Um, he was 33. Okay, so it wasn't like River Phoenix because he died outside on the sidewalk, sadly. I'm going to need a hint. Actor. Blues. Oh, John Belushi. Yes. Oh, man. That was a tough one. Yeah. We're playing Flashback Friday trivia in the world of entertainment. On this day, 32 years ago, it was 1989, Kevin Klein married blank. Phoebe Cates. Girl, you are right. She retired from acting to be a full-time mom. Hmm. Iconic scene from Fast Times at Ridgemont High where she's getting out of the pool 
And that car song, moving in stereo, is playing. Yep. The red swimsuit. And then something is happening with somebody in a bathroom. Oh, Mm jeez. Sean Penn, right? uh, Judd. Oh, Judd. Judd, Judd, Judd Nelson. Yes. Yes. Was it Judd Nelson? I don't think it was Judd Nelson. No, it wasn't. A little bit of this going on, right? Yes. Yep. Um, Judd. Hirsch, uh, not Hirsch. Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. Nelson, not Judd Nelson. It was another guy. Flashback Friday music Judge. trivia. Judge Reinhold. Thank you. 19 years ago, the year was 2002, this show premiered on MTV. It ran for four seasons. <clears throat> Breach. Briefly launching a singing career for one of the family members. Mm-hmm. What year? 19 years ago, 2002. Till, and it ran for f- four, four seasons. seasons. The Oz. You got it. You yeah! got it. I remember yeah. driving around in Hollywood and going outside of their house, and I couldn't believe it because that was, I was in college in LA at that time. And the Osbournes was on TV, and we were watching it all the time. And when we found their house, it was one of those surreal moments where you're like, wait, the thing that we watch I is w- right here? That's crazy. That's fun. I yeah. would love to see that. But you, I think you said something that was very misleading. There was a brief singing career for Kelly Osbourne. Okay. Yes. Okay. Remember that? Yes. I left Me out too. the fact that it also softened Ozzy's heavy metal image and helped turn Sharon into a talk show host. Show The dogs are bleeping all over the house again. Bleep, bleep. Okay. 17 years ago on this day in the year 2004. This music. I know. I really like it. I do too. This. You both need to wash your face. Entertainer. Hmm. Year again, please. I'm sorry. 04, 17 years ago. This entertainer, that's a weird way of saying it, was found guilty of obstructing justice in lying about a well-timed stock sale. Martha Stewart. You got a girl. How long did she go to the clink? Uh, I'm going to say less than a year. Five months. Woo! Where she got nine different tattoos. That's not true. (laughs) That is true that it's not true. Anything else? You're D right. Mm-hmm. On this day, in the year 2006, 15 in the years year ago, 2006. Reese Witherspoon won the Best Actress Oscar mm-hmm. for playing what role? June in Carter what movie? Cash in. Um, let me think of it for a second. June Carter Cash in the movie. Burning ring of fire. Um, <laughs> um, it was called. Oh, the music's throwing me off. Uh, let me just take my headphones away. Uh, it was called. I. 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 I'm Johnny Cash. I. I'm. I. I'm in here walking back and forth in a line trying to show her how to do it. I'm walking in a line. Oh, walk the line. There you, there you go. go. Thank you. <laughs> I love Johnny Cash so much. And finally. Oh, our music. 
Flashback Friday trivia. Pilot episode. <laughs> Pretty hard. 11 years ago, in the year 2010, Tim Burton's version of Alice in Wonderland was released. Mm-hmm. Mia Wasikowska was Alice. Who did Johnny Depp play? The Mad Hatter. Donna. I killed it. You did great there. I killed it. Did you like Flashback Friday? I did a lot. Maybe we'll dabble in it again. Maybe you do that kind of thing when you do Throwback Thursday music trivia. Why don't we just make it pop culture trivia? Nah, I like the music. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, sorry I blew up. Sorry I blew up. We got to go. What activity do you love to do with your kids? That's our Facebook question today, and it didn't come from me. It came from Donna. I like softer kids. side of D-Bone. Yes. The alley-fighting street brawl lover that she is <laughs> opened up her heart. We'll yeah. dig into your responses. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk. Wanna seven one. Wanna. Wanna. Wanna seven one. Wanna Fanta. Don't you wanna wanna Fanta? I drank a lot of Fanta when I was in Kenya. Thanks for asking. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I loved it. It really tasted great. The orange one is really the good. The orange one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there another one? Yeah. Orange. Yeah, they're grape. There's, yeah. Or, there's oh, wow. a few colors, yeah. Yeah. I used to really enjoy Fine. grape soda. I like grape in general. You know, like Grapes grape are bad juice. For your dogs. Yes. We and avocados. Keep those away. Them. Really? Mm-hmm. Some people say onions. Or onions, sorry. I don't... I, we don't even get grapes anymore. We don't get grapes anymore because nice. we have little kids and grapes fall on the floor all the time. Frozen what, I grapes. could accidentally kill my dog? That's a bummer. Oh, that would be a bummer. Yeah, grapes, raisins, real bad. Back to dog talk. Guys, this is fun. <laughs> it's fun. Hey, a couple of TV reminders for everybody. Coming up this weekend, do not forget, um, Coming to America is on Amazon Prime. You caught a little bit of it yesterday, right, Grant? Yeah, it uh, caught about the first 30 minutes of it. And so far? It's got me hooked. I'm real excited for it. They're, it's it's really nostalgic. They do so far. The first 30 minutes just brings you right back into the first one. Oh, my God, I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. It's so good to see Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall. That's so fun. And James Earl Jones is in this, too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So that's uh, that's, that's out there now. And then, I know, right? My buddy. Um, and then on Sunday, don't forget the Oprah interview with oh, Megan yes. and Harry. Yes, that's right. Make sure you tape it, Steve. Oh, or watch it. it. Just watch it, okay? Or watch the highlights. Oh, I thought you were going to say no, watch the highlights No, you got to watch it. Morning. No, you have to watch it. Uh, Shark Tank, there's a Minnesota entrepreneur on tonight. Oh, cool. That's cool. Who has a baby mat. So any uh, moms or grandmas or granddads or dads for that matter out there who hate it when their kids just throw stuff everywhere and then they're constantly picking stuff up the whole time. She's going to be featured. It's second Minnesota entrepreneur in the last three weeks. Oh, that's cool. What was the other one again? It was for a, uh, a line of sheets that you bed sheets that you don't have to wash. Mm. My wow. Yeah. Wash your sheets. <laughs> it, Wash and your it's by this, this entrepreneur, his name is Wen from St. Paul, as I recall. We had him on Twin Cities Live earlier this week or last week. And uh, and he didn't get a deal, but they were, Mark Cuban said, this is the, my favorite pitch we've ever had because he was so likable and just a bright smile and just Aww. had really good energy that filled the room. Love it. And I forget what, what country he came from, but he came from a different country. And he was like, look, I'm just a kid from this country, so this is all a win. For me, he just felt 
great. And then we asked them, have you gotten a lot of uh, attention since Shark Tank, even though you didn't get a deal? Have you gotten any other offers for venture capital? He said, oh, my gosh, I feel like a hot chick at a bar. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's fun. Does that happen to a lot of those guys, Steve, when they don't get deals with them, they kind of get picked off after they leave the show? I think that uh, Diamond Dallas Page was, he went on with his DDP yoga number of years ago, and I believe he said that in the six days after, they did a million dollars in sales. <gasps> I believe. Wow. What? Now, really? he has big star power, right? He's more of a known entity. Um, but, yeah. And that, that done, I found out on that day that I spent with Diamond Dallas Page. When he came on Twin Cities Live, I asked him right at the end of a segment. He said, I almost chopped him. And then, like an idiot, I said... Just chop me one time because I really loved him as a wrestler. Oh, I loved him. Yes. Before, it, oh, Grant, yeah. I didn't even get through the word. I said, but just chop me one, two. Oh. And my <laughs> man hauled off with an open handed, palm first smack on my chest. It was far and away. Yes. <laughs> the hardest I've ever been hit. And no lie, 24 hours later, in the mirror, doing my naked affirmations, I looked and saw <laughs> the full handprint yes. of Diamond Dallas Page. And Whoa. then I end up, afterward, we, we're chatting. I tell him about a place to get fish. And I'm like, this is so <laughs> great. And then he said, hey, let me get your number, and I'll text you the picture. And then Liz is like, oh, my gosh, you just got DDP's number. Then DDP texts me later. I'm up in the Twin Cities Live office. I was like, DDP just texted me and said, what's the name of that place where he could get good fish? So then I tell him. Then... Fifteen minutes later, he said, "Hey, I know, uh, I know you're busy with with your family, no. but do you want to come out to dinner tonight?" No. So then I call my wife and I say, "I got to cancel on our plans. I forget we were getting together with a couple. I forget what it was. I was like, this is a once in a lifetime thing. One of my favorite wrestlers ever is inviting me out to dinner, and I'm like, great, I'll meet you there at seven, whatever. On the way, he texts me, "Hey, why don't you just swing by and pick me up?" And I'm like, <laughs> I've been farting. I have been farting in this car. <laughs> And then I'm putting stuff in the middle console, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't get him in this car. And I said, hey, I'll meet you at the hotel. We can walk over. We get to the hotel. As we're walking over, some people are saying, what's up to him on the street? And I reach back, and I check to make sure I have everything. I realize at this moment that I don't have a wallet. No. And now I'm walking over there with one of my wrestling icons. We sit down, and uh, the, the head chef of this restaurant had just done a segment with me the, the week before. Mm. I, I find him, and I'm like, hey, um, can we talk? I said, can you show me where the restroom is? He walks me around the corner, and I say, all right, listen, I do not have my wallet here. I don't want DDP to find this out. So let's just <laughs> don't even bring the check out. I'll come by on Monday. We'll pay for it. Everything will be all taken oh, care of. Oh, that's nice. But please, I just didn't want this embarrassing situation. So then we go on. We have a two-and-a-half-hour dinner, a long dinner with it's just the two of you just the two of us you think think it would be great there were prolonged periods of silence at times (laughs) i just kept asking him question after question after question i'm like this is taking forever i mean it was good i had a good time but there were awkward moments as well to be sure i then come out he asked about the check and i said no it's already taken care of as i recall he ordered something afterward as well (laughs) he was very particular about everything that he ordered he wanted to know the origins of the sea bass and the greens that we used all and i was like oh gosh this is my date diamond dallas page and then i i finally get out of that and i'm like okay all good we get back to the hotel we walk back it's the end of my date with ddp and i realize yet again i valet parked my car oh no i don't have my wallet what do i do and so i said ddp (laughs) i gotta end our night like this um i forgot my wallet i'm paying for dinner but on monday with a credit card and so (laughs) Do you have any, could you lend me $10? (laughs) 
he then hands me a 20 and he said, here, in case you get in any any other trouble tonight, gives me the 20 and Aww. we go about. Did you keep the 20, honestly? No, oh. no, no, Grant. I kept the physical wound to my sternum. That was my parting <laughs> gift. Uh, I have to send you the video. It was really. Did uh, you pay him back or you just took the money? No, I just took the money. What oh. do you want me to say? Let me Venmo you? I'm, no, I just took <laughs> the just money. Asking. I paid for dinner, Donna. All right. Oh, well, Steve. we'd love to get to your Facebook responses, but we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to see if I can find this DDP sound before we leave. I'm, I'm finding it. It's somewhere deep on my Instagram, and I'll play it for, for Grant so you can hear the smack. The smack that just, I mean, smacked the fire out of me. <gasps> oh, here we scared go. me with that. This is the end of the segment. I was gonna chop him right Tommy, Can I get one chop? Oh my god. Can I get one chop? Oh my god. Can I get one chop? One chop. One chop. Oh my god. West Virginia. I'm fine, thanks for asking. People are putting emojis up after I um Tweeted oh, out no. the pictures you texted to me. Oh, those were the emojis are like a guy throwing up in a toilet. Other people saying, oh, I'm sorry for all of us having to see this. Oh, my God. You're welcome, everybody. Have a great weekend. See you back here on Monday. Colleen and Bradley are in next.